podcast. I hope everyone has been doing well and is getting super excited for Christmas to be coming. It's almost that time of year. I know I'm super excited. I'm heading home to California as soon as this podcast is uploaded. I'll probably be on my way to the airport and I'm just really looking forward to seeing my family and catching up with people and it's always fun going home for the holidays and this time of year is a pretty big year for a lot of people. You know the holidays can be a hard time for some people as well as a time for new beginnings especially New Year's. I know New Year's resolutions are a huge thing and everybody tries to make one for themselves come January 1st and they tell themselves they'll actually stick to it this year but today I really wanted to talk about how you can mindfully make strong New Year's resolutions for yourself and actually get yourself to stick to it while developing stronger habits and also ways to become more aware of when you're reverting back to those old habits. So before we begin we'll do our little insight from the Bible to help apply the teachings of God to this topic of New Year's resolutions and forming habits and becoming more aware with your thoughts. This one comes from Isaiah 58:11, and it says, the Lord will guide you continually watering your life when you are dry and keeping you healthy too. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. I thought that this would be a really good quote from the Bible to just apply to the topic of this episode because in times of change within our lives, it's really important that we lean on God to help us get through it. Like it says in the Bible quote, it is the Lord that will continuously water our lives and keep us from becoming unhealthy and because of him and because of the fulfillment that we get and we get true fulfillment from God we get this true motivation to really stick to the healthy things within our lives and the good things that bring about abundance and just help us be better for God and really become the person that God made us to be so that's just a little food for thought and something to keep in mind as you listen to this episode and hopefully you can take that with you after so first to start out, let's talk about New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions are when a person resolves to continue good practices, change an undesired trait or behavior, and accomplish a personal goal or otherwise improve their life at the start of the new year. It's basically the beginning of a new chapter within our lives and it's kind of like a clean slate where you can start January 1st off with a good habit and strong intentions of how you want to change your life this year and how you want to be a better person. And having a strong New Year's resolution resolution or a couple New Year's resolutions is a good way to get yourself motivated to try to be a better person and to improve yourself and make a better life for yourself and probably impact others in the process. I know some common New Year's resolutions amongst people are to cut down on sweets and eat better, learn some type of new skill, get more organized, quit some type of bad habit like smoking or drinking. And I know a huge one for a lot of people is to work out more and get themselves into the gym or some type of physical exercise. Doesn't really matter what it is. New Year's resolutions are always pretty positive. There are positive changes that people want to make within their lives and I know with myself before I really started getting into working out, I would always set some type of intention for myself at the beginning of the year to be more active and usually it revolves around for me at least some type of new hobby or it would be something within a personal characteristic. So for example, I'm a pretty quiet person so I would tell myself on January 1st I'm going to be more talkative and I remember one year I told myself that I was going to be more of a bitch. I know it was kind of like kind of out there, but for my New Year's resolution, I wanted to be more of a bitch to people and not let people walk all over me. And this wasn't just an excuse or like validation for me 
to be mean to people. It definitely helped me kind of step out of my shell and not let people influence me or walk all over me as much and just to stand my ground and not get taken advantage of because in the past I've definitely been easily persuaded and have allowed people to kind of just take advantage of me. Like in college, the fact that I had a car, people would want to only hang out with me because I knew I could drive them places or because I was a pretty generous person. I would pay for things for people sometimes and I think people started to take advantage of that. So I told myself that I wanted to be more of a bitch so that wouldn't happen and if you are resonating with that, that and that sounds like something you might want to do, then go for it because I feel like even though I sometimes fall back into my old, more docile ways, I think it changed me for the better. And you know what? It could for you too. But anyways, a lot of people come New Year's, they try to develop a New Year's resolution that completely goes against what they had previously been doing. So for example, if you're a person that has never worked out in their life and then come January 1st, you're telling yourself that you're going to be in the gym every single day, you're literally just setting yourself up for failure. You may be motivated at getting to the gym the first week or two or month the year but like by the end of January beginning of February you're gonna burn out and fall back probably into your old ways because you're limited by the amount of motivation that you have. Motivation is finite. Motivation is not something that is infinite that you're always gonna be motivated to do something you know the best example of this is if you're a student with schoolwork. Usually at the beginning of the school year I'm motivated to do super well in my classes and stay ahead on my homework and tell myself that I'm gonna take really nice pretty notes throughout the school year and come like the second week of school, I'm already over it and the motivation has completely gone away. I'm not very into school. I mean, I try my best and I get decent grades and stuff, but it's just not something that I really excel at. And I think that's what happens with a lot of people when it comes to their New Year's resolutions because they're seeing things on social media, you know, people are posting about New Year's resolutions and oh, you can do this and this and this and it'll change your life and you just need to do these things and you'll be a completely different person after. But if these things that you're attempting to do are things that are completely different from your former habits and former lifestyle that you are just going to set yourself up for failure because it's totally outside of your realm of comfortability and although new year's resolutions are about getting yourself out of your comfort zone and having you to grow you have to take kind of baby steps so that brings up the question of how we can set ourselves up for success and how we can set goals and resolutions for ourselves going into this new year and make really achievable goals where we won't get discouraged if we don't meet them because we know that we can meet them if you're constantly setting goals for yourself that you know you can't attain and you can't work on on a daily basis then that's just going to kill your motivation so to keep working on it by creating goals that are actually attainable and resolutions that are actually feasible then we can keep that level of motivation up and throughout that period of having that motivation we can start developing strong habits and when the motivation finally wears off because we can start using discipline to actually make sure that we continue with the habit that we are trying to form. So a good way to do this is to start small and work your way up to whatever type of goal that you're trying to achieve. So for example, say you're a person that has always wanted to be in the gym and has always wanted to be one of those people that goes to the gym every single day, but you're not and you don't go to the gym consistently. You're just one of those people that kind of goes when they feel like it and may get into kicks and spurs where you'll go to the gym five days in a week and then won't for two months and then you'll repeat that cycle. So say you're one of those people and your New Year's resolution is to be more consistent with the gym. Most people would start off with really ambitious goals of saying, oh, I'm going to go to the gym five times this week and I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. every day and I'm going to do my workouts in the morning and I'm going to pull 
myself to it and I'm going to do it. And yes, if you're a certain type of person, that's really feasible. But for most people, that's not realistic. The second that that 5 a.m. alarm goes off, it's almost impossible to get yourself out of bed. And the only way that you'll be able to do this is by creating small habits and working your way up to that goal. This means that in this case, instead of telling yourself come January 1st that you're going to work out every single day of the week at 5 a.m., you can tell yourself that you're going to wake up at 5 a.m., two days of the week, get yourself out of bed and go drink a glass of water. Just start with that and just tell yourself, okay, I'm going to get up two days a week and I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to go drink a glass of water. And then after you do that, after getting out of bed and drinking that glass of water, you're going to be up, you're going to be refreshed, hydrated, whatever. And what are you going to do with all that extra time since you're already up and awake and you won't be able to fall back asleep? So you go to the gym and then by creating goals that are actually feasible and don't seem scary when you're looking at them, you are better able to achieve them and you're setting yourself up for success, not failure. By telling yourself that two days a week, I'm just going to get up at 5 a.m., I'm going to get out of bed, I'm going to drink a glass of water, that's all you have to do. And then once you're up out of bed, it's your choice whether you go back to bed or with all that extra time before work or school or whatever you have to do, you can go to the gym, you can get a workout in, and from there, once you've mastered that, you can tell yourself, oh, I'm going to do it three days a week or I'm going to do it four days a week, I'm going to do it five days a week. And eventually you're just building up that habit and that confidence within yourself because you're actually achieving the little goals. And I know this is just a hypothetical example, but by just starting small, you're allowing yourself the ability to actually achieve your goal and actually keep you motivated to keep working and form a habit because any resolution is based on forming a habit. That's like the very, at the very least, just wanting to form that habit. That's what a resolution is. It's a change in lifestyle. And the only way you can change your lifestyle is by forming that habit. And although like this example seems really small and tedious, but by just taking small little steps every single day to better yourself, before you know it, you're going to develop all these new habits and you're going to look back at yourself months from now and realize, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. And now as far as habits, the most important thing and forming one is getting buy-in from yourself. So it's not enough to just enjoy the outcome. You have to enjoy the process as well. So this means that your process should bring upon so much satisfaction and peace within yourself that the outcome no longer becomes important. So for example, if your outcome is to work out more, then you can create a process for yourself that is fun and enjoyable. And the best way that I think of it is to create a ritual around your resolution because your resolution should not be some stressful thing that you have to force yourself to do every day. If your resolution is to work out more and then, for example, when you're getting ready for your workout, put on your favorite music, get yourself some really cute workout clothes that you feel really good in and find what kind of snack or meal you want to have before and after your workout and make that part of your routine where every single day you repeat that same process over and over again and I know for me, I prefer doing morning workouts. So usually I get up an hour before I go to the gym and right immediately I get up, I take my dog out, I get my coffee, I sit down in my bed and with all the lights on, it's important that you turn the lights on if you're doing this in the morning so you don't go back to bed. And I do my morning prayers and I read my devotional. Then I do a 10 minute meditation. Well, usually anywhere between five to 10 minutes. I like to keep it relatively short so I'm not pressed on time and in my head, I'm not getting distracted with all the thoughts of like, oh, I need to hurry up. I need to get to the gym so I can get all my other stuff done for the day. Uh, Just something short and sweet that's not going to stress you out. And then after that, I put on some type of music or podcast that I really love that puts me in a good mood. And I get my little cute little workout outfit on and I go and it's just a fun 
process for me. It's not something that I dread. I look forward to it in the morning and that and that is what your resolution should bring you. It should be a ritual experience that you look forward to and when you're in the process of doing it, it's fun. You're not dreading it because if you're dreading it, then you're never going to do it and the same thing applies to every single type of resolution no matter what it is and I use workout as an example because that's usually the biggest one for people in the new year. If your resolution is to stop eating so much sugar and to feel fuel your body with nutritious food, then your ritual could be every single Sunday. For example, you get up, you have your little morning routine, you go through your Instagram and you find Instagram accounts that have amazing recipes of whole nutritious meals and you write down those recipes and then you get in your car or whatever and you put on your favorite music, favorite podcasts and you go to the store and you just really take your time picking out the food that you want and you go home and you make yourself that meal that you've been thinking about and you prepare it for yourself and it's all about just enjoying the process. And an important thing to remember with this is that your process is going to look completely different than somebody else's. So you can't compare it. New Year's resolutions should not be something that you see other people doing. You know, if on social media you see that all these influencers are doing this for their New Year's resolutions and you feel like you have to too, that doesn't, but it doesn't fit into who you are as a person or your interests, then don't do it. Really sit down and have a conversation with yourself and figure out what am I lacking in my life and what do I need to work on and what do I need to make it happen and make that your resolution. It's all about making your resolution work for you. Another element that goes into sticking with these resolutions and forming habits for yourself is coming to terms with the fact that these New Year's resolutions and choices that you're making for yourself are an everyday thing. Just because it's January 1st does not mean that there is some universal order, some weird magic thing going on that only allows you to change yourself and change your habits on January 1st of every single year. That's not true. You can do it every single day. So don't be discouraged if come January 1st as you can't get yourself out of bed or you can't get yourself to stick to whatever resolution you have. You or you can't get yourself to stick to whatever resolution you wanted to form for yourself because limiting yourself to one time of the year when you're able to work on yourself is not feasible. You can't make change if you limit yourself to that kind of mentality and if you believe that then there's always going to be disappointment within yourself because once the New Year's and holidays motivation wears off, you're not going to want to make any other changes because you tell yourself, oh, I'll just start again next year, but that shouldn't be the case. Your New Year's resolution should be every single day. Every single day, you should be making the conscious choice to be better for yourself and better for others and just better for the person that you were yesterday. I know it's kind of cliche, but we've all heard that quote, be better for the person that you were yesterday, but it's true. Forming habits also do not need to be something that you have to do alone. For example, my boyfriend and I did 75 hard over the summer and that was a pretty intense program but after a couple weeks into it you're able to form a habit where it just became a part of our daily routine and I'll probably do some type of episode on it where I talk about it in more detail but by having somebody that you can do this resolution with helps bring some sort of community to the resolution and it allows both of you to keep each other accountable. It's just a better way to stick to the goals that you're choosing to do and basically it all just comes down to a choice and if you're choosing to do something that's worth it for you then you can continue with these tips like creating rituals around the process and enjoying the process and creating feasible goals for yourself and your goals will actually be achievable and you can actually do it. So now that brings us into the topic of becoming more aware. Becoming aware around your previous bad habits is really important when you're trying to form new ones because if you are just stuck on autopilot all the time then you're not going to 
be able to realize that what you're thinking and feeling before you act on something. So this can look like, say, it's February 15th or something and you set the goal for yourself that you're gonna quit drinking so much and you're telling yourself that you can only drink on Friday nights and guess that works at the beginning of the year. It was working for the first couple of weeks of January, but now you're approaching a time of the year where things start to die down a little bit. Everybody's getting busy with work and school and you find yourself reverting back to your old habits because you're going on autopilot. Your old habits were to go out with your friends Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and you find yourself back in the autopilot position where you're no longer making conscious choice to not go out those nights and instead to stay in or find some other activity to do that doesn't involve drinking. But now you're back in those same habits and you're just not even thinking about it. You're just back in autopilot and with that, it could create a feeling of shame that comes from not sticking to your goals. Like one thing that can probably relate to a lot of people is when you tell yourself to stop procrastinating so much and you get that feeling of shame after you procrastinated all day and you stay up all night with a feeling of guilt because you said that you weren't going to do that anymore and then the next day you're tired and exhausted and you have to open the study books or and start doing your assignments or and start blaming yourself and getting mad at yourself for not studying the day before and you procrastinated again because of that shame and it's a vicious cycle that's a really hard to break yourself out of. You start developing it's really hard to break yourself out of unless you start developing strong habits and a really good way to do that is to get yourself off of autopilot and realize what you're thinking and feeling before you actually act so a really good thing that you can start doing is this exercise called I'm having the thought where you can literally just do it in your phone notes or when you're having the thought of reverting back to your old habits so like for drinking you literally just write down I'm having the thought of going out tonight and drinking when I told myself that I wasn't going to do that anymore and just write it down and you literally say I'm having the thought that I want to go out and drink or for example with procrastination you can literally write down I'm having the thought of procrastinating doing this and doing this really allows you to give yourself some space between you and your thoughts because we don't act on every single thought that we have and if we did we would all be in a lot of trouble and we'd all be doing really crazy and weird things all the time and it just wouldn't be good but by writing it down and stating I'm having the thought of this and you're able to separate yourself from that thought and get yourself out of autopilot where you can then make a conscious choice of like oh this is just a feeling I'm experiencing it's a craving I'm just reverting back to old habits and I told myself that I wasn't going to do that anymore and now that I'm actually aware of it I can stop and I can do something else and you can replace that bad habit that you were just about to do and those bad habits with your resolution. So if you had the resolution to not procrastinate and you do this exercise of I'm having the thought then you can go and do the thing that you were procrastinating and putting off and not wanting to do. Doing this also prevents that feeling of shame that comes back because you're allowing the thought or feelings of not wanting to stick to your resolution to just occupy a space within your mind and doing this prevents it from being so powerful and scary and overwhelming. It gets you aware of what you're thinking and feeling and allows it to just pass freely which is the ultimate goal when you're forming new habits. It's just to realize what those old habits are telling you, those old cravings, those old thoughts that you're so stuck and used to thinking all the time. And it just helps you realize that and help you get yourself back to that point of realization and awareness within yourself to say, oh no, I set a goal for myself this year or this month or this week or today to not do that anymore. And I'm going to make the conscious choice, not on autopilot, to do that. So with all that in mind, I hope that you were able 
able to learn a little something from this and hopefully able to create some New Year's resolutions that are achievable and can help yourself stick to it by creating stronger habits and getting yourself out of that cycle of shame and just becoming more aware of your thoughts and out of autopilot. So thank you all so much for listening and I hope you all have an amazing holiday and just enjoy the time off of school and work and just enjoy the time with your family and I will see you all next week and don't forget if you are listening to leave a review, follow the Instagram, follow, subscribe, whatever. Bye.